Welcome to the Q4 Impact Podcast, where we challenge the cultural norms of aging through scripture, story, and conversation. I am personally excited today about our topic because it is tied to the field of psychology, which I have a personal interest in. That topic today is that of roles. Welcome back, Ron. I'm glad you're with us. Well, it's great to be here. And I I do want to make sure everyone understands that we're not talking about dinner roles. Tell tell us how you do define roles then for purpose of this conversation. Well, you know, a number of years ago, I went to a a conference and we went through this exercise of, of, uh, of writing down the different roles that we play in our lives. And I actually kept it with me in my uh, Franklin planner, which is what I... You're digging yourself. <laughs> I am, but it's full quarter, so I'm not pretending you know, <laughs> to be young. Uh, so, and it was a great exercise, and I, I actually would review it fairly regularly, almost like as a check-in for myself, the the role of, of I'm a... I'm a child of God. I'm a, I'm a father. I'm a husband. I, you know, a son. I'm a neighbor. Uh, I'm an employer. Some, some of us are some of those. Some of us are all of those. Some of us are employees. Mm-hmm. So I think it was really helpful to just take a look at each of those and question myself. How am I doing as an employer? Uh, what kind of a neighbor am I, et cetera, et cetera? I love it. I know that there are some roles that I have consciously chosen. There are others I have probably subconsciously fallen into or was even born into. Um, in the blog about roles, you challenge the readers, or in this case, our listeners, to make a list similar to what you did in that exercise. It wasn't just for the purpose of having a nice list. What is the purpose that you encourage people to do this for themselves? You know, I think one of my observations about uh, life in general is that most of us don't really have a systemic way of just kind of looking, taking inventory of how we're doing you know when you went when you were younger you went to school and you know in my case i would always get a good grade in math but not a good grade in other topics so you 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 know you had a way of measuring well i'm doing good here but i'm not doing so good over there but once we're out of school nobody gives us a report card and so what i think often happens is just we kind of take on the personality that we take on, and some of us naturally become good spouses, but maybe not such good parents. Or, you know, maybe you're good at home, but you're not the best neighbor. Or maybe, you know, you're not such a hot employee. And when I say hot, I mean, you know, to look at those things and say, as, as God would have us to be, am I being in this role? Am I measuring up to what the Lord would want for, for me specifically? Yeah. And that requires asking very specific questions. It, it makes me think of an article 
that I recently read in Psychology Today, and it was saying this very thing, that many people don't really critically assess the roles that they hold. They may choose them, such as making a choice to get married, for example, but then they went on to say that um, those individuals choosing to marry seldom consider what is going to be the structure of that role, such as how are we going to handle conflict? What's our relationship with our in-laws? How are we going to handle finances? Um, I know you've done a little premarital counseling. Tell me what you've seen in that area as people choose the role of marriage. Yeah, it just supports the reason that we're having this conversation. It's that it's almost shocking to especially younger folks that are getting married that really haven't recognized all of the things that they're going to be dealing with uh, as they approach marriage. And and that's the case in almost every area of our lives. I, I'm seeing younger people today that have children and perhaps not doing as much, you know, education, you know, as much reading as perhaps had done before. And so they're not really prepared when they start facing the challenges of, of parenthood. And certainly uh, in this podcast, you know, we're addressing that as the fourth quarter of, of life and that you're coming to this stage and what we experience is relatively similar, all of us, and yet we're not identifying what those things are and having discussions and 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 so that's what happens in the specific roles you know has anyone ever asked me hey ron what kind of a neighbor are you hmm. you know i think that's a good question and and i know i up and answer that no and, and it's but isn't that sort of you know has some importance there you know and but so that's why you know, we're we're having this discussion because I think it's really helpful to identify things and to even, you know, do something like writing down your roles so that you can honestly assess, how am I doing as a husband, as a wife, as a dad or a mom or a grandson or a grandfather? I know in your blog, in addition to challenging people to make that list, you also talk about grouping them or prioritizing them. What is to be gained by doing that? Yeah, I, I think I'd start by just saying to make sure that to quote, uh, I'm not sure who it was, but... Uh, I think you quoted Benjamin Franklin in your blog? It, uh, well, that quote is is the one where we I, we said, if you fail to plan, you're, you're planning to fail. That was a Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. And so that's a part of this is that if you're not thinking ahead, you know, if you're not writing goals out, if you're not identifying what elements within the role that you're in are important, then how in the world are you ever going to do well at them? You know, it's almost assuming that we're just going to naturally know, you know, what's important and how to do stuff. And, you know, certainly 
some of it, you know, we'll get, but not all of it. And so I think being deliberate and, and planning and measuring and identifying things specifically can be very, very helpful. I agree. We're specifically talking about fourth quarter issues within Q4. Sometimes there are roles held by those in the fourth quarter that can get out of balance, maybe put in too much priority on one over another. What do you see happening in this segment of the population? Yeah, I, I think, you know, I'm going to answer that question, you know, by also saying it's it's not exclusive to this stage of life. Yeah. You know, my own life, because of how I was raised, I think I might have over, not might have, I had overemphasized some parts of parenting that that were underemphasized when I was a child. And so I wish I would have, you know, had the wisdom to kind of, to, to recognize that back when my sons were, you know, in their school years. When I look at the fourth quarter, you know, maybe we call them temptations of what, what gets overemphasized and what gets maybe neglected, you know, the mm-hmm. Emphasis. I don't know if I'm even be able to say this correctly. Let's <laughs> overemphasize is leisure. Like, yeah, make sure you you know you're doing all these things and leisure and you know pursue all of your interests and the things that make you happy and and so none of that is is wrong. You know, if if I love to bike, which I do, I'm not saying don't bike because you enjoy it, but you want to measure, well, how much biking should I do? You know, because if I decided, hey, Susan, I've decided I'm going to bike eight hours a day, seven days a week, mm-hmm. something else is going to get neglected. And so that's where you know, and that's where in the fourth quarter, I think we specifically want to address, yes, it's it's good to enjoy things, to have leisure and to have pleasure, but you we really need to be careful that those are being fit in, in proper proportions. And that's why we're discussing. It's not the goal of the fourth quarter is to have as much fun as you possibly can. There's such a link I hear you making here between the hats that that we wear or a role that we have and how we spend our time. And so the two are definitely linked. And I think in every podcast we've done so far and probably in every conversation we have offline, we are looking to the Word of God. We are looking to Scripture to help define how we answer these questions. Would you agree with that? Boy, would I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love scripture. I just think scripture is, it's a, it's a well that just, just goes so deep and continues to produce, you know, life-giving water for us. So, uh, you know, I, you know you, you, I'm wanting to answer that question by saying, of course, 
<laughs> and yet, I I feel like I still have to say that this is critical and essential, and we have to be reminded because things draw us. There's so many distractions, so many. I think there's so many more pleasures available today, you know, than there ever has been. So, as an example, so. And I think it's easy too. You touched on this a minute ago, where um, we may find a specific role more pleasurable than another, and or maybe it's because we're better at it than another role, and so it gets emphasized in our lives to the de-emphasis of another, or maybe even ignoring another that can be damaged and cause relational damage. I I wonder what are your priorities, if you want to share transparently for a moment, what are your, um, maybe your top three roles in priority that you try to keep in focus and in balance in your life? Yeah, maybe I'll be a little unfair in this answer by saying, you know, my my primary role is that I'm I'm a child of God. Is I I I gave my life to Jesus and and I I said this is is number one for me, and so that that's not a narrow answer. That's a very wide answer that includes you know it's a all of life, mm-hmm. and so I want always to to have that before me mm-hmm. that. Whatever attracts my attention all gets filtered through the Word of God. And and where that can be challenging for us, there's two things that come to mind. The first is what you mentioned, is that we certainly all have a tendency to want to do what we're really good at. And like I use a, for example, I'm glad that I'm not as good a golfer as I would like because I'd be afraid if I was a much better golfer, I'd probably be playing more than I should. You'd be a little imbalanced, eh? <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, so that's, that's true, that we tend to go to what we're naturally good at and then kind of forget about the stuff that you know, we're not that good at it. That's not a good thing to do. So, you know, obviously I'm a child of God. And so I want to be faithful in that role and, and see that as a role. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I, I represent him to the world and he asks me to to do things a certain way, to live a certain way. And as his child, I want to please my father. And so that's of course number one. And you know, after that, you know, comes, you know, being a husband that God wants me to be and being the father, you know, some family relationships. And then, you know, after that it's it's mission. Am I fulfilling God's purpose? Am I, do I, do I, am I generous? Am I paying attention to missions? Am I, my life have meaning? Are you mentoring others? So the list is long and I'm. You could, I think you wrote in your blog that your list was over 20. So we could be here a long time talking about all of those. And I think that the challenge that 
that we want to leave our listeners with today, though, is the focus and the benefit of identifying and prioritizing those roles. And uh, Stephen Covey has a quote to make sure we're making the main thing the main thing. And we can't do that if we don't know what that main thing is. If we don't understand, if we haven't identified, we haven't kind of carved out for ourselves, what are the priorities? What, how do I measure? What's, how am I doing with how my time gets spent? Am I really excelling at the things that are the most important things? And that's what I think this particular episode, I hope, will point out and encourage people to, you know, do the exercise I did. Write them all down and put them somewhere where you can refer to them and, and ask your spouse if you have one or your close friend if you have one. So here's a, here's a role I kind of recognized that I had thinking about what kind of a friend am I? You know, am I a good friend to you or a man? You know, so. It helps to, to hold the mirror up through the lens of someone else, doesn't it? Really does. And we don't want to, we don't want to be blind and we're so, we can be so blinded and we can be, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes to recognize things that just don't come natural to us. I hope this has helped. It's a good encouragement to me as well. It's been a long time since I've done this exercise, and I think it's time to repeat it and just fine-tune and make sure that the roles that I hold most dear are receiving um, the priority that they should. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Q4 Impact Podcast. Please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on so you continue receiving encouragement and practical tips on how to live your fourth quarter continually impacting the world around you for Christ.